MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official Challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is the D.C. CityCast with Frank Hanrahan, presented by Bet Rivers. Tuesday edition DC City Cast presented by Bed River Sportsbook. Frank Hanrahan from Veasan. Another great day here in DC. Although it's not that great if you were a Capitals backer last night, we knew that it would be a, a good sweat. Caps were still the right play. We'll get into the Caps and the Panthers in that series as they swing now to Florida for game number uh, five tomorrow. We'll also get into the Nationals hosting the New York Mets. Maybe some good. Um, Money to be made in this series. NBA playoffs roll on. I think some people took some bad beats live betting the Golden State Warriors last night. Sorry about that, but that's how the cookie crumbles sometimes. I had a decent night in the NBA. There were a lot of asterisks with the Golden State Memphis game because of John Morant at all. But uh, I did love my Celtics pick. That came through with flying colors, even though it was a little dicey in the first half. Uh, so we'll get into all of that, plus more NBA games tonight here on the DC CityCast, presented by Bet Rivers Sportsbook. And it is hockey playoff time. And Bet Rivers has a special offer through the entire NHL playoffs. Throughout the playoffs, place three same game parlays of $10 or more on each round and receive a $10 free bet at the conclusion of each round. Think of it as a betting hat trick. Terms and conditions apply. Seaside for details. Create your ideal combo with same game parlays on the Bet Rivers app or at betrivers.com. Presented by Rivers Casino Portsmouth. Must be 21. Playable in Virginia only. Gambling problem? Call 1 888 532 3500. All right, let's get into uh, the. Uh 
react from last night's Capitals game. Now, the final three minutes in overtime was was complete chaos. And after the Capitals squandered that 2-1 lead and they had Hathaway with a empty netter that hits the pipe, hits the pole, doesn't go in, you're going, oh, crap. And as soon as the Panthers scored that equalizer, you're going, oh, crapper. Because momentum clearly seized by Florida, rolled into overtime, and they scored on a uh, initial shot that was rebounded. And then a, it was a great shot, let's be honest. It was tough. Upper 90, uh, really tough for Ilya Samsonov to make a save after making the initial save. Of course, they had to review it, but we all knew that that wasn't going to be overturned. That was a good goal. No goalie interference. So the Caps lose in a game that, that was theirs for most of it and shoulda, woulda, coulda. But no matter, because now the series is tied up at 2-2. Um, I gave out the Caps last night. I thought that was the right play, although I did give out the Caps plus one and a half. So that was a winner. I also said that you should probably take the Caps money line at plus 150 because it's a great value at home coming off a 6-1 win. And it looked pretty good for the most part. But the plus one and a half, that was the ideal uh, situation. Home team up in a series. They're not going to get blown out. I think it was minus 157. So a bit of a risk, but that came through. That was nice. Now, what does this mean for game five? Um... So check Bed River Sportsbook right now. Download that app right now, bedrivers.com. Um, here's the initial thinking again for, for the Caps and the Panthers. I am sticking with the Washington Capitals again because the early line right now, the Panthers are minus 230 on Wednesday night. Again, I don't understand why they have been such big favorites throughout i understand the best record i understand home ice advantage but very little respect given to the capitals in this series caps by the way are plus 195 tomorrow night over under at bet rivers is six and a half capitals plus one and a half minus 130 panthers minus one and a half plus 110 because it's not like when the panthers the panthers have dominated one game one that was game two. Now the series is even at 2-2, and I still think the pressure, even though the Panthers sort of stole one in D.C., I still think the pressure is on Florida in this series. And that's why we're going to back the Caps yet again. Probably do the puck line, plus one and a half at minus 130. Maybe get a get a little... Uh, a little dangerous and take the Caps money line at plus 195. It's just not a uh, unsafe sweat bet to take the Panthers. You're going to be sweating regardless. Always going to be sweating. So at least if you take the Caps money line, you're still getting some value. You're not expected to win. You're not expected to win your bet. Sometimes that's the best way to go about it. So that is tomorrow night. Uh... I, I think the Caps are just so, what's the word, weathered. They've been here so many times before, so many veterans. I don't think they panic after letting this game sort of slip away. Uh, they really, 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 really should be up 3-1, to one, but they're not. It's 2-2. Two to two. They've been in these spots before. I don't see a reason why not to take them again uh, tomorrow night.
and there are let me see the the NHL futures bets because we talked about this yesterday the Panthers are still the second favorite to win it all uh, let's see how the loss yesterday affected the Capitals overall chances to win the Stanley Cup they are now at plus 6,000 <laughs> it was plus 2,500 yesterday my god and to win the East the Capitals are at plus 2,000 still a, a reasonable uh, reachable uh, number if you're a Capitals backer so interesting time they really let that one get away yesterday, and I actually think they respond well tomorrow. I don't think this is a huge, huge momentum swing turn. I still like the Caps, and as you recall, from the outset of this series, I liked the length of the series going six or seven games. And right now, that's right on track. So I feel good about giving that one out, although I didn't say which side. I liked uh, just the series going six or seven games. If you backed Florida or if you backed the Caps, it was a smart choice um, in terms of the number of games for this series. So that'll be game number five tomorrow night in Florida. All right, when we return here on the DC CityCast presented by Bet Rivers Nationals Series, they host the New York Mets tonight. We'll dive into that game. And, of course, straight ahead, we got the NBA playoffs. What happened last night? What can we expect this evening? I've been uh, on a bit of a tear when it comes to my NBA picks. We'll do that straight ahead. DC CityCast presented by Bet River Sportsbook. I'm Frank Hanrahan from VEASAN. Baseball is here, and Bet Rivers has a special offer for you every Saturday throughout the season. Place a three-leg, same-gay parlay of at least $25, and you will earn a $10 free bet. With same-game parlays, you can combine player props and game bets to make your perfect combo. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Claim your offer on the BetRivers app or go to BetRivers.com. Presented by Rivers Casino Portsmouth. Must be 21. Playable in Virginia only. Gambling problem? Call 1-888-532-3500. Do not forget, download, subscribe to this podcast wherever you get your podcast. DC City Cast presented by our good friends at Bet River Sportsbook. And we got some baseball tonight after day off. The Nationals are back at it. Um, they face off against the New York Mets, who are one of the better teams right now at baseball. Uh, the Mets come into town tonight at uh, minus 186, Nationals plus 160. So there's value there if you take the Nationals. Uh, Nationals uh, plus one and a half. Uh, is minus 112. Mets minus one and a half, minus 112. Total tonight, they expect a relatively low scoring game is at eight and the hook. First pitch just after 7.05 from Nats Park. So the Nationals are back. Going to be actually really a decent night for some baseball after what last week. It was just, uh, just brutal. Tyler McGill is pretty good, taking on Patrick Corbin, who's 0 and 5, 716 ERA. McGill is 4 and 1 at 243 ERA. I think the Mets are not a bigger favorite because they're on the road, they're in DC, but I'm not going to let this affect my decision making when it comes to taking and handicapping this game. I can't bet on Patrick Corbin. We've sat here many times. He had a decent outing his last time out, um, but he didn't get any run support. Um, and, yeah, sort of like my Lakers rule. I just couldn't bet on the Lakers. Um, 
<laughs> this year. I just can't bet on Patrick Corbin from what I've seen. The Mets are 29. They're first in the NL East. Favorites to win the division. Now, Nats 10 and 25th in the NL East. Long shots to do anything. Um, Three-game series starting tonight. And we've talked about their key to success, starting pitching and actually scoring five-plus runs. Here's your here's your analytical uh, information of the day. The Nats are 7-1 and one in games when they scored at least five runs. New York has gone 9-5 and five in home games, 29 overall. Mets pitchers have a collective 2.99 ERA, which actually ranks fourth in the majors. These teams have uh, already met... Uh, Four times this year, Mets lead three to one. So there you have it. And that's why I'm taking the Mets tonight. Even though they are not a value play, they're decent favorites at minus 186. But I'm going to take uh I'm gonna take the Mets. And I also want to look at team totals, uh, because the Nationals just are really struggling to score runs. And I think if you look at um, their uh, total runs by the Nationals tonight, three and a half is the line set at Bet Rivers. So if you like over three and a half runs, it's minus one and a half. If you like under three and a half, minus 120. So uh, they don't expect the Nats to score any runs tonight against McGill. Over under for the Mets is uh, four and a half. So you do the math there. Uh, would make sense, I think, to take over four and a half at minus 134 by the uh, New York Mets. But just getting back to, to Corbin for a second, um, you know, last outing, it was he was decent. But this guy is one of, if arguably now, one of the most overpaid starting pitchers in baseball. Like they gave him that huge deal. Um, he's 0-3 this year. His ERA at home is 8-4-9-er. Mm, against the Mets, um, he pitched four innings. There at one time they faced each other, gave up five hits, two earned runs. He did strike out four. Uh, his last outing was a 5-2 loss. Well, you know what? He hasn't been terrible the last two games. I'll give him that. He did get shelled back in uh, mid-April, and then he calmed down, but he's, he's lost all five of his starts this year. Um Five to two, he lost his last start against the, at the Rockies. He pitched uh, eight innings, gave up nine hits, five earned runs, did strike out three, no bases on balls. So he's calming down a little bit. And then a uh, loss in late April against the Miami Marlins, three to two. He went six innings and struck out eight. So as much as I'm saying that he's has been struggling, <laughs> he's. <laughs> that was the first three games of the year. But his last two outings, yes, they were losses. He has looked much sharper. Huh. So maybe I will change my tune a little bit. But I still like the Mets in this spot. And I may go under. Under the eight and a half. But I'll give out my official releases uh, at the end of the show. Um, with the NBA playoffs, too. Uh, straight ahead. Uh, speaking of the NBA playoffs, how'd you do last night? Ah, gave out the Celtics. That was a big, that was a big victory for Boston. They were down, but double digits, fought their way back, go up by double digits, 
Uh, still a lot of flopping, still a lot of controversy. This is this is the new norm now in the NBA, and this is something you have to take into consideration when you are making your plays. Like, how crazy are things going to get? Who's officiating these ball games? Where's Scott Foster? Where's Zach Zarba? Something something loopy is going to happen. Technical fouls are going to be given out. Careful players might get ejected for now alleged flagrant fouls in this league. So you got to be wary of all of this kind of stuff. But in the end, the Celtics were the better team. Thank God there wasn't any controversy. If you took the Celtics plus the two, you are a big fat winner. Took the Celtics money line, big fat winner. And the total finally went over. Like the first Bucks game in nine straight games in the postseason that the Bucks did not go under the total. I think it was 214, and it went way over. Even though the first half was pretty low scoring, the Celtics scored, I believe, 69 second-half points. And this, this series is just going to be like a teeter-totter. It's going to go up and down, back and forth. But right now, you'd have to think, hmm. Celtics may win this thing if Chris Middleton doesn't come back for the Bucks. And looking at uh, Bet Rivers Sportsbook right now, the Celtics have creeped up to plus 400 to win the NBA title. The Suns at plus 300. The Warriors are the favorites to win the championship, even though they didn't look that sharp last night against the Memphis Grizzlies. I thought they, they were just Clang City. They were not gold-blooded like those warm-ups. They were shooting blanks in the first half. And even without John Morant. And Memphis has proven they can play without John Morant. They played pretty solid and had a pretty decent opportunity to win the game. But again, comes down to late game execution and who executed late. It was not Memphis, who is now a big-time long shot um, at... Uh, 8,000 plus 8,000 for the Grizzlies down three to one in this best of seven series as they swing back now to Golden State. But getting back to the Bucks at plus 350, like I, I, I don't know if they have the lines out for game five back in Boston, but this is where that uh, air of recency and the swings, the ebbs and flows of these series, you can get caught up in them. And I think really it is just a one-game uh, deal, right, it, at this high of a level. And I see the Celtics are actually favored by five and a half over the Bucs uh, tomorrow night. And I'll give you a little lean. I, I like the Bucks in this spot. They were not great at home in this last game four. Well, they were they were good in the first half. Let me let me restate that. They were just bad in the fourth quarter, bad in the second half, and I, I'm not going to be fooled and swayed by momentum. I'm going to go with the Bucks getting the points uh, tomorrow night. But we'll talk about that uh, a little bit later on. The Warriors, after beating the Grizzlies, go now to Memphis, and they're favored by three. The Warriors were favored by eight and a half, I think, when it closed last night. And that was uh, with no John Morant. And the Grizzlies fought and clawed, man. They fought and clawed. Now is Morant going to be back for game number five tomorrow night? I would I would think he's going to try everything to give it a go. But that knee must be pretty screwed up if he wasn't able to go last night, which was which hurt. But it's funny how that works. With him, they got blown out by 32 nights before. Without him, they arguably may should have had won that game. And yet they didn't. They're down 3-1. The Warriors win by 5. 
on a three at the buzzer that kind of crushed some souls if you took uh, Golden State live betting. Oh, I feel sorry for you. And looking at these uh, series prices, focusing on the games that uh, happened last night, uh, the Celtics are minus 200 to win this series. Bucks a value at plus 163. The uh, Grizzlies plus 1400, and the Warriors are minus five grand. Ha, 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 that makes no sense. But yeah, the Warriors are one win away. You're going to risk 5K to win, win 100 bucks. I mean, it's really not that. The risk is not worth the reward, uh, as far as I'm concerned. Um, we got games, though, tonight. Yes, we do. Let's break those down next. We have the Heat back home against the uh, team that everybody was writing off. But then Joel Embiid came back in the Philadelphia 76ers just to change the whole narrative, the whole dynamic, and maybe save James Harden's reputation. We got the Heat and the Sixers, and we got the Mavericks visiting the Suns in what has become a very testy series all of a sudden. We'll break that down and give out some winners next on the DC CityCast presented by Bet River Sportsbook. Frank Handrahan from VEASAN. Bet Rivers Sportsbook is offering new customers a deposit match up to $250 when you sign up today. In addition to their welcome bonus, Bet Rivers has daily and ongoing promotions that can provide extra value. Download the Bet Rivers app or go to betrivers.com today to sign up. Presented by Rivers Casino Portsmouth, must be 21, playable in Virginia only. Gambling problem? Call 1 Tuesday edition rolls on here on the DC CityCast presented by Bed River Sportsbook. And a reminder that, yes, it is playoff hockey time. And Bed Rivers has a special offer throughout the entire NHL playoffs. Throughout the playoffs, place three same-game parlays of $10 or more on each round and receive a $10 free bet at the conclusion of each round. Think of it as a betting hat trick. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Create your ideal combo with same-game parlays on the Bet Rivers app or at BetRivers.com. Presented by Rivers Casino Portsmouth. Must be 21 unplayable in Virginia only gambling problem call 888-532-3500 so we got more NBA playoffs tonight and these series which at one point we're thinking man these they're they're gonna be duds this is gonna be either four to one or sweeps four to two was was being was being optimistic when it came to the Sixers heat and the Mavericks Suns but lo and behold we start with the Sixers and the heat because all of a sudden, things change really quickly with the return of Joel Embiid. Probably should have won the MVP in the NBA, but uh, did not. So tonight, the Sixers with Embiid, Harden, Maxi et al. visiting the Miami Heat, who looked so good in the first two games. But again, Embiid did not play in those two games. And these were both in Miami, those two victories. And they went on the road. And the Sixers dominated both games three and four. Spread tonight at Bet Rivers, the Heat minus three and a half over the Sixers. Total is 209. Sixers at plus 128 on the money line. Miami minus 152. This is one of those games where if you are a, a Sixers backer, in your head you're saying two wins in a row. They're streaking. Now they're in Miami and Bede's playing well. Harden finally hitting some big shots. As he did in game four. Momentum is on the Sixers' side going into Miami. And this is where I come to that full stop and I say, home team, 
advantage big in this series, clearly. Miami looked like a different animal on the road. I think they come back down to the to earth and they realize, okay, guys, last two games we sucked. We got to turn it on here. We got to make some things happen. Got to lock down defensively. Let's play some Miami Heat basketball. And I think the home court is going to be very advantageous to the Heat tonight. So my official release in the NBA this evening is the Miami Heat at minus three and a half. That's a really low number, right? I wonder what the line would have been because in games one and two without Embiid, it was what? Eight, nine, right around there. And uh, man, the Heat covered both games. The Heat have won eight straight home games. And that's why I give the advantage to them tonight. It is a pivotal game, too, in this series. Because if Miami doesn't win tonight, they're down 3-2 heading back to Philadelphia to try to save their season. They clearly are a better squad at home. And that's why I like them tonight. Minus three and a half over the Sixers in game five. Pretty crazy looking at game four. Jimmy Butler had a quiet 40. <laughs> he had 40 points, although a lot of them came at the charity stripe, 12, 13, 13 and 20 from the field. He had 40 points. And the only other player in double figures that was a starter was Bam Adebayo had 21 points. Off the bench, Tyler Hero and Oladipo, both with 26 points combined. So Hero had 11, Oladipo, who has not been shooting the ball well, had just 15 uh, Struss only had six. Lowry, who's been sort of quiet, although he's, I guess he's been hobbled a little bit, had just six. Tucker had just seven. Like, it's pretty obvious what the Miami Heat need. They need um, what's called a offensive insurgence, some help for Jimmy Butler and Adebayo. And I think guys like Hero and Oladipo are going to play better at home against the Sixers. And Bede's coming off 24 points, 11 boards. Harden had 31 points. Finally gets that over 25 and a half that we've all been waiting for. <laughs> 116-108 was the final. But again, I really am leaning hardcore towards the heat to defend home court and take a 3-2 lead back to the Sixers home in Philadelphia. I think their game is on Friday night or Thursday or Friday night. So there you go. There's my lean and my release there tonight, the Miami Heat, uh, minus the three and a half. The other game, which uh, has really gotten interesting, and this is one of the reasons why I kind of like the Suns tonight. You saw the off-court issues uh, with Chris Paul's family members being pushed and uh, yelled at by Dallas fans. You don't think that pisses a guy like Chris Paul off and pisses a team off like the Suns? Like, this ain't happening. We got to represent. We got to stand up for our guy. We got to make these Dallas fans pay for their actions. Okay, that's one of the reasons I'm going to take the Suns tonight. But another reason is just home court. Both teams tonight have played well on their home court. That includes the Phoenix Suns. Dallas has just looked like, I mean, those first two games in Phoenix looked like uh, they were just, they were god awful. And the home court really does mean a lot in the NBA playoffs. We can both, yeah, we can agree to that. Uh, 
Hockey is not as much. NBA, yes, as much. And Phoenix certainly feeds off their crowd. Whereas Dallas, they can't muster their own energy, it looks like, when they're on the road. The line tonight at uh, Bet River Sportsbook is about right. Suns minus six. I think they were minus six in both games one and two in Phoenix that they covered handily. The money line this evening is minus 245. Are the Suns Mavericks plus 200? Total tonight is 215. Again, I'm going to hang off uh, this total. I, I just don't have a, a real feel for that. But if there was something I was going to look at with individual players, I'm looking at Chris Paul. He's pissed. He always plays hard, always plays with the chip. Total points for Chris Paul tonight, 16 and a half at minus 113. Uh, both ways, over or under. I'll take the over 16 and a half points for Chris Paul because he wants to give it to Dallas, right? You're going to be disrespectful to my family. I'm coming at you with some, with some, uh, with some points. Usually I know I get assists too. And his under over under, by the way, is eight and a half. Oof. Ha. I'd take everything over for Chris Paul <laughs> tonight. Psychologically, uh, that psychological element that uh, goes into these playoff games. It is something, though. The the level which these teams are playing at, I know that the, the added uh, flopping and uh, just excruciating pain on faces and the charges, it's all getting so, you know, uh, it's almost, it's frenetic out there. But it adds to the stress and the entertainment all in one. So if you're putting money down tonight, yeah, grab on tight and get a seatbelt because we all know it's going to be fun and exciting. Again, I like the Suns minus the six. And I will take the um, home team Miami Heat minus the three and a half. Hopefully that stays because they can open it minus three. Now it's up to three and a half at Bed Rivers. So I'm taking both home teams in the NBA tonight. And to revisit the uh, baseball, I like the Mets over the Nationals. May take the under, but my, my heavy lane is just taking the uh, the Mets minus 185. And what else? Oh, because the Capitals don't play until tomorrow. Right. The Caps don't play until tomorrow. So yet again, a very busy night when it comes to wagertainment, and I hope that you do well. We'll check back with you on Thursday. So before I go, the uh, the big media sports news is that Tom Brady is going to be in the booth whenever he retires. <laughs> I mean, my God, man. Look, respect the hell out of Brady for playing into his mid-40s, rather. Mid-40s, he'll probably play till he's in his late-40s. But we get it. Like, he, 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 he has a good future regardless of what he does. He's a bit of an egomaniac, don't you think? Putting out these videos or what is it? TikToks or about whether his fumble was a fumble or not. Like, he needs the constant attention. So it's no wonder that he returned and he came back. And now, oh, I got I to gotta add more attention to me because I'm going to be a broadcaster when I retire. When I do retire... Oh, my gosh. I mean, I know about the ego, but I didn't know it was this big. Like, we get it. You're famous. You want attention. You want more attention. There you go. Have it. 
I'm sure he'll be a fine broadcaster, even though we thought the same thing about Drew Brees. He's still finding his, his feet, even though he's in high demand. Doing broadcasting for so many years and understanding the nuances and the energy level that you have to bring, the preparation, it's, you know, it's, it's pretty, it is like playing the game if you approach it the same way as you do in practice and getting ready to, to go on air and, and present. And I'm sure Tom Brady will be fine. But as someone who's been on one side of the mic to the other, you know, there are times when you see Tom Brady, I think it was against the Washington football team last year where he did these 10 second responses to everything. Right. So as soon as you make that commitment that I am in the media and I'm curious to see how Tom Brady will handle it this year when it comes to his media responsibilities, not saying that he doesn't do them, but he has been short and curt and smart alecky, smart alecky at times when put in the position of being interviewed. When they played the commanders last year, he gave like two second responses to every question. So now you get a newfound respect for being on the other side of the mic, I hope, for Tom Brady. I know he's done some other stuff. He does whatever. He does podcasts. He does stuff with Jim Gray. I get that. But when you're totally immersed in it and now it is your job, you have to say, oh, oh okay. Oh, man. Maybe I, maybe I should handle these, these things a little differently now moving forward as a player because I'm going to be on that side too one day asking questions about the team, asking coaches about um, strategy. You see what I'm saying here? So often we have these clashes with media and players and like it really should just be all one. Like that's part of the gig. Tough questions, answering to it. Um, now, Tom Brady will probably just be an analyst. He's not going to be on the sidelines asking these questions, but he may be in a in a spot where he has to do that. So I I I'm I'm sure that he probably understands his role moving forward. But for a lot of these players, the microphone can be your friend, and you can use it to your advantage. And it's not the enemy. I mean, I can tell you stories about how many times players would avoid being interviewed by me. Simple stuff, too. It wasn't like, it wasn't really that complicated. It was previewing a, an opponent or something like that. Ah, no, I'm good. I don't want to talk. It's your prerogative. It's what you want to do. But I think it's part of the deal, part of the uh, territory that comes with being a professional athlete, like the 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 interest is there, man. Like this is something you've wanted to do. Most people want to do it, but never could. So please be accessible. Please respond. Please answer questions. So curious to see how this all shakes out with Tom Brady now and him moving forward. Cause he's part of the media. He's already made this agreement. He's part of the media and he's playing. <laughs> how about that? All right. So that's going to do it for today's DC city cast. I appreciate you. Follow us along at J Frank Hanran at bed rivers at VEASAN live. Do not forget my plays tonight. We're going heavy on the suns, heavy on the heat. And we're taking the New York Mets as well. Taking on our nationals. We will talk on Wednesday until then. Enjoy this weather. See ya.